You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. The content of this episode of the Daily Music Business Podcast comes from a video on the YouTube channel of Outer Loop Group. Go to outerloop.group backslash YouTube to subscribe. For Outer Loop Coaching's free seven steps to getting signed PDF, please visit outerloopcoaching.com today. Let's dive in. There are two things that jumped out at me that I wanted to ask you about uh, that, that Carl just said. One is budgets and how this has been so financially challenging what that might do for budgets for the artists that you work with. And then secondary to that being, uh, I'm not sure what artists you might've had that had releases like that happened right before the S hit the fan and how this has crippled their ability to support the album. Can you talk about either of those or both? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, fortunately, the majority of my artists were in a position to make a record. And fortunately they all had record labels that weren't financially crippled. So we were able to extract some of the advance to put them in the studio and start writing and and crafting a record that will come out early 2021. So, uh, so the way I'm kind of looking at it is we sort of shifted to studio time uh, we're able to pick up a little bit of change to kind of cover the difference. And this is time that was going to needed to be spent anyway. Um, so as much as everyone would have liked to have been out touring, making money and, you know, seeing their fans, at least we're using, utilizing this time constructively. Um, and, you know, we just kind of push forward, you know, those, those, those budgets. So that was, and like I said, fortunately, I was in a position to make records for all those bands. Like they were long overdue. And, you know, so now it's just kind of logical that we, we pivoted to that, you know, scenario. So um, does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, Andy, is that something uh, that uh, you've been playing with uh, over, uh, over at your place? Uh, Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, I think, you know, it, the first immediate reaction was like, okay, now we don't have to rush anything. Let's get in the studio. Let's write the records. Let's get it to the point where we're going to have a better product whenever the switch gets turned back on, right? Um, the, the challenge there is a, a, a writing session over Zoom is about half uh, as productive as a face-to-face. And a lot of our artists and some of our, um, some of our things to build in our runway to these records in the fall are are in a in a tough spot. The you know we can't really go film uh, music videos. We can't do certain photo shoots, and we certainly can't get people in the room together. Um, as people read further and further, especially in LA, where most of our work is done, you know we're we're in a pretty bad spot. As we were discussing earlier, shouldn't even be going to buy groceries at this point. But 
you know, I think, you know, the, when the first, when we kind of went first on lockdown, I was like, cool, let's pivot. Let's give everyone the tools to be able, all of our artists, the tools and managers to go and create. And I think what, where there is right now is there's a lot of forgiveness in the quality. It's more about just the content and getting it out there. People don't need super polished content. They need to, they need consistency with it, with, with artists and brands that they love. And, you know, that was the first objective. And then, you know, second, like, let's plan out how we can get more at home. So do we have certain artists that can record a record start to finish in, in their basement or their spare room? Yes. Do we have an artist that doesn't has no ability to even, you know, do liners for radio? Yes. So we kind of look at the whole spectrum and see what we can actually accomplish by sitting at home, not being in groups. So, and, and case by case, like everyone agrees, everyone's case by case, what we can get out of them. And, um, you know, we, we look to get more out of what we have. So artists that we have on the roster that, I mean, maybe we're digging up B-sides, maybe we're finishing um, remixes or acoustic records. So we're looking at what more we can do with our hands tied. Um, but, you know, studio time, you know, we're fortunate. If people want to work, we'll get them there. Eric, hopefully I, got a, I, I got a quick one for Andy, if you don't mind me jumping yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, that I think, uh, what about the artists that had records come out? Um, didn't you just have a couple artists that records came out in the last month? Yeah. So, uh, you know, specifically August Burns Red just had a record come out on Friday. Um, and we had, you know, we had such incredible attention around this record, um, you know, on all aspects. And the band does so much that it was actually a little surprising. But I think it was it, when right now we're all feeling this as a community. So I feel there's a lot of people in the rock or metal or hardcore community that were rallied around this a bit, you know, so they chose to stay the course, but they also stood the course, but we had production in place, you know, now we talk about production. I know we're living in a digital era, but there are a certain segment of artists that want vinyl and everything globally, right? We have to hit the switch on all this. So with records that we have had come out um, because of the focus and because of the growth we've seen at YouTube, uh, you know, everyone knows that streaming kind of dipped 10% right at the, the, the crack of this, but it's slowly recovering. Um, if you have an audience like August Burns Red and you have a new record, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of support in the community. So we didn't lose a step there. And I think we're having, you know, we're having a fantastic trajectory. You know, it, it stood, it, it actually did really well at iTunes. It's streaming really well. There was tons of press coverage globally. So um, the band was committed to do a lot globally and we got uh, everything. I, like I said, I felt like there was a big rally around it, which, uh, it was amazing because we didn't we didn't know going into it. We just knew that, you know, um, <clears throat> the s hit the fan, and and we sat there and and had to, you know, pile up everything, and it 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 worked. So um, that's why I I stick to everyone's point, <clears throat> Eric's point a little bit. That I don't think it's it's a tremendous fail to put out an artist with an audience right now. Um, I think obviously there's not much in terms of competition, if you will. I think there's going to be a lot of records that come out this summer, or if you're taking records to radio that are going to be okay because uh, it's that, or you get in the fall and there's going to be 14 records every week stepping on top of each other. And you know, there's, it's going to be, it's going to be a bottleneck. So um, you kind of have to pick your poison, but I think, you know, with, with the growth digitally and, and you see the YouTube numbers skyrocketing, if you can feed that machine YouTube community, then there's going to be a lot of attention towards it. Yeah, Eric. I, I don't know if it's alright if I if I jump in real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, one of the things that that I've seen, uh, I saw a bunch of reports uh, end of last week and early this week about how 
you know, music industry overall streaming numbers are drastically down and all that sort of stuff. Um, as far as my things have gone, people are, are craving content and it's definitely jumped up. And, uh, you know, so I don't know if it's a, maybe it's niche based or something like that. Cause obviously, you know, the vast majority of people, uh, instead of driving or doing whatever they would normally do to consume music, they're watching Netflix because they're stuck at home. But I, I've also seen, you know, correlating what Andy said that I, I've seen, you know, my digital numbers have been great. And, uh, you know, and it's, and I've gone to, to my bands and been like, Hey, this is a, a solid time to release some content, maybe not an album necessarily. Um, I definitely am not looking to move anything up, but whether it's a single or if it's just something, you know, like they've got something there, like, yeah, let, let's, let's get it out there because I had seen people have been excited to consume things. And, uh, you know, and as far as online sales and things like that, like, my online sales through our, you know, like web store and things like that. Uh, we released uh, a record for a band called End um, in conjunction with Closed Casket. And we did that in March and it flew like, like beyond expectations. And that was great. Um, and then conveniently my web store warehouse closed so we can't fulfill any orders. So that sucks. But, you know, at the very least, I think at least now people still want to consume things. And digitally, I think that'll continue because um, obviously digitally is cheap and or free if you have a subscription, you know, that sort of thing. So, but uh, yeah, just fully agreeing with what Andy's saying. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I feel like The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.